yeah, that's it, Shay. And the DJ as well, he will join us and leave us because there is a meeting that she has to, he has to attend in the NCOP. Thank you, Shay. Okay. Mom Kakaza? I'm covered, thank you, Chair. You are covered? Yes. Thank you. Any other further apologies, honorable members? Yes, Chair, Tsebekulu. Yes, I've, I've sent an, an, an SMS notifying the chairperson that uh, I'll be uh, leaving at 10 for uh, a minute binary. And again, I might, I might be off chairperson simply was we are without electricity here since yesterday afternoon. Oh. So my gadget batteries are very low. Noted in the visit. Thank you. Any further apologies, honorable members? If none, uh, let us... Uh, Welcome you, honorable members, uh, on our uh, portfolio committee meeting. As uh, we once again uh, continue in doing our work in ensuring that uh, we further uh, the mandate uh, bestowed upon us by parliament on uh, the a department or the portfolio committee on agriculture land reform and rural development i'll take this opportunity therefore to welcome the minister minister also welcome uh, the officials of the department as led by the DG, Dade Ramasodi. And uh, welcome, uh, honorable members, uh, all our uh, respected guests and the uh, media that is been able to join uh, the portfolio committee session. Ours uh, today, honorable members, is to engage with the response is that uh, uh, we will be having uh, from the Department of Agriculture and Reform and Rural Development on the public hearings we had uh, submissions were made both uh, in uh, public inputs uh, which were written uh, and oral submissions on the Agricultural Produce Agents Amendment Bill. Uh, we will uh, therefore uh, invite uh, the Honorable Minister and uh, the uh, Department uh, to take us through their responses on uh, uh, the bill. Thank you. I'll now hand over to...
to the Honorable Minister and the Department. Thank you very much, Chairperson uh, of the Portfolio Community and members. I would request that I close my uh, video in order to improve the network as up on the road. We would like to appreciate the presentation that have been made by a number of stakeholders on this bill, which we know has really been in the making for a long time. We have endeavored to answer uh, to the issues that have been raised, and I trust that uh, that will enable the committee to finally finalize uh, its deliberations and uh, advice on the way forward in this regard. I will therefore like to ask a chairperson without wasting time that the DG leads the team of the department in making the responses to you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Honorable Minister Mamutitiza. Ndade Ramasodi, the DG of the Department of Agricultural and Reform and Rural Development, you may proceed. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Chair. Um, the, the engagements that we are going to have today is an offshoot of the engagements that um, previously um, this portfolio committee had with um, the stakeholders, um, where some of the stakeholders uh, belatedly had a new um, comments that came into the bill. Some of those were comments that were there initially when the bill started. Today, we will take through um, the uh, portfolio committee a series of comments that we have received from the uh, stakeholders, um, most of them uh, from an exporter's point of view, where we will delineate what the comments were. Um, we will also summarize whether these uh, are recommended uh, to be accepted or not to be accepted. There are those that uh, came in a, a little bit late um, for the department in terms of consideration uh, for two issues, uh, Honorable Chair, that there's probity that's needed um, when there is a new comment that is on the table from a legal point of view and also from a social economic point of view that we will uh, also request guidance um, from the portfolio committee as uh, some of those are substantive and are new ones. Uh, today, we will be taken through this uh, presentation by uh, my colleague, um, Mr. Gelembe, uh, who's the director within the unit that is responsible for APEC. And um, with me on the platform, I've got uh, May Kwenakomape uh, with her team from Economic Development, Trade and Marketing who will be responding to the questions that the uh, uh, August Portfolio Committee would have. Thank you very much, Chair. Um, if we may... Uh, permit in that day Galambe to make the presentation. Uh, well, with your indulgence um, and the uh, uh, chair, um, I, I'm a, I apologize for coming through. Can I be allowed to share the, the screen from my side, uh, chair? Can the secretariat assist in uh enabling uh, the department to be co-host. The name of the person, Chair? 
It is going to come up. Okay. Permission granted, Chair. Uh, it's uh, indicating that host disabled participant screen sharing. Uh, Chair, well, um, I'm still um, waiting for, for the permission to, to share the presentation. Uh, I would like to greet you together with the honorable members and just indicate the approach that we have uh, followed in order to, to present the 86 pages that we have shared with the members in terms of the responses to the to 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 the, the responses that we have respond, we have received from the from the public hearings. What we thought I would do was to just give a context into the bill itself, where we started, how it came about, so that we are all in the same page. And uh, as the DG indicated, we have just selected the key um, responses that uh, we wanted to share with the, with the committee. And after that, should the members require, have questions with regards to the big document that we have shared, we are most, uh, we are ready to um, respond to the questions as posed. Chair, I still do not have uh, the, 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 the sharing rights. It says uh, the host dis disabled participant sharing, uh, screen sharing. From my side, when I care is a co-host, so she okay. should be able to share the presentation. Okay. I'll hand over to you and Dr. Kelemle. Is it showing, um, Chair? Yes, ma'am. Yes, we can see the slides. Uh, if you can just uh, make them bigger so we just see the one slide. Mm. Thank you. You may proceed. And Tate Kalemba, are you in? Chair, I don't uh, hear him responding. I will just uh, indicate uh, that the background of the, I mean, the, the outline of the presentation we look into the background and we'll have uh, the historical background into the, into the bill itself. We'll have a summary of legal opinion and then go to the redrafting of the bill, amendments of specific and key sections, and then we'll look into the key uh, 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 proposal, responses to the key proposals. Um, chairperson, through you, and uh, 
this slides on the on the background generally gives a, a perspective into the environment in which the farmers uh, operate the risks that they are involved with they are they are facing as they do business. It's not only on the on the at their farm uh, level. Even when the produce is supposed to leave their farm, they are still faced with those um, with those uh, 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 the risk. For example, we look at uh, the price risks, the market risks, and in the market, they there is theft that occurs to their to their products. And uh, besides the theft, their products, uh, some, at some point, you'd find that the quality deter- deteriorates, just to mention just a few of the, those. And uh, to the farmer's uh, nightmare, the risk uh, uh, increases with, um, we, when they, they deal with the agents. They will transfer the product through to the agent, and you find that that product, even if it's no longer in their hand, they still carry the risk of the of the of the of the pro of the asset, if I want to call it that, that is not with them. And the agents, on the other hand, uh, chair through you, they will take, they will check, they will get commission from the produce that they received if they are able to sell it on behalf of the farmer, and they bail it. Uh, they don't even take uh, a responsibility. I mean, share the 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 the, the risk with the farmer uh, in terms of the loss of the product. But if they are successful in selling that product, uh, they will be. They are more than uh, willing to share in the process of the of the of of the of the sale. And now we have the Agricultural Produce Agents Act Number Ninety Two. I mean, Act 1992, Act Number 12 of 1992, as amended by Act 47 of 2003, which seeks to protect farmers by regulating the occupants, the occupations of the fresh produce, export, and livestock agents. However, this Act Chair has got some defects with, within it. Uh, it's more effective in regulating the Fresh Produce Act, uh, uh, agents at the expense, but actually, let me not say at the expense, but leaves out the, uh, the regulation of livestock and uh, export uh, agents. Now, uh, Chair, when it comes to how does, how did this bill come, come, around, come about? Firstly, uh, Chair, the, there was uh, the marketing, the National Agricultural Marketing uh, Council through uh, Section 7 was uh, actually was instructed by the minister, the then minister through to invoke se- Section 7 in order to investigate uh, the state of um, the fresh produce marketing system in the, in the country. And uh, with the results of the, of the investigation, they Recording in progress. They made some.
please proceed. We don't see the presentation on the screen. Uh, Ralph, can you assist your team? We seem to have uh, no one presenting. Tate Ramasodi? Okay, Chair, Mr. Kalemba is struggling to, to, to log in, but uh, he's busy trying to. I've just uploaded the presentation. Okay. Um, Chair, I'm just also trying to, to determine what's happening from our side. Sorry about that. I was on the phone just trying to determine how the um, into the session. Yes, the presentation is back. Uh, if we can just enlarge it uh, for uh, us to better follow the presentation. Thank you. And then if we can uh, get the presenter going. Thank you. Um, Honorable Chair, um, Auswena has been presenting to, to herself on the other side. In actual fact, I found her busy presenting. Um, there might be a technical glitch that we have got to, to sort out. Um, she, she will join back into the session. She will indicate when she is back. But I think where she was um, in terms of the presentation, it's the uh, indication of the Section 7 um, Committee uh, report. Now, Section 7 of the National um, Agricultural Marketing Council, which takes effect from the uh, agricultural, um, the Marketing of Agricultural Products Act, 
uh, makes provision for the committee to set up investigations into any other issue that is um, within that particular act. And this time around, there was a an investigation that was done on the fresh produce. And that investigation uh, came up with a few issues um, that called for the engagements on the on the bill itself, um, on the on the act itself, and uh, looking broadly and how we are broadened up to deal with livestock and also dealing with the exports, which are part and parcel of the value chain that deals with the the sector per se. Now, the there were various issues that Section Seven touched on, and mainly on the on how the bill was. The um, proposals that were there. Uh, Honorable Chair, were of such a nature that the Office of the Chief State Law Advisor made a telling contribution that um, because the amendments were many, we just needed to uh, then come up with a new bill and repeal the the bill. Now, I would not focus on the issues around the constitutionality of the bill. Suffice to indicate that when we we broadly brought it back, there were a few things that the Office of the Chief State Law Advisor were thinking that we were overextending um, the purpose of the bill, where we were actually uh, trying to go beyond, we were going beyond the buying and selling of produce um, and going deeper into um, the issues around management, ownership and market infrastructure. Um, and the Office of the Chief State Law Advisor were of the view that uh, we need to broaden it um, as opposed to limit it, limiting it as it was previously. So th- that was the issue around the um, constitutionality that was at play at that time. The, the, the next slide. Um, in terms of the next slide, I think there is a, a broader uh, contextualization um, that um, when we look at the bill, we are replicating what is um, uh, in the bill. Um, and therefore, a new bill would have not been necessary at that stage. So um, I think what was also important was uh, the balance that was brought to say what government proposed in terms of the bill is and how um, we need to, to then amend to move uh, forward. I think this background is a background that we had even provided before um, in terms of the engagement. And I think from here we can move uh, forward to the proposals that were made um, in this in this bill. Um, can we go to the to 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 the proposals, uh, the recommendations that came through? Thank you very much. I think that's that's still the background. Um, please move to to the recommendations that came in. I know that we have got limited time. Thank you. Thank you very much. The let me check um chair through you. 
if the colleagues are not in, I will take um, the uh, portfolio committee through uh, the engagement and the request that came through. Let me check whether Siskuena is in or uh, Mr. Kelembe is in. If not, let me proceed. Um, the the first um, issue, let me just say, the way that the presentation would be, we, we first looked at what the, um, in the broader document, um, there's a, an indication of how we we have come up with this. We look at the um, definitions and then we go sequentially in terms of the act where the uh, areas are and what the inputs were. Now, one of the contestations was around um, the first input that came in was around the definition of an exporter, um, where there was a, a an issue to say, why would we not also include um, the grower exporters? Now, our understanding of a grower exporter is that they are actually responsible for their own product, and therefore they do not become agents. Um, otherwise, we will be accepting that they become agents of themselves because a grower exporter would be producing and selling their own um, produce, and therefore they would be exempted um, from that uh, provision to be called agents, uh, according to the interpretation. Um, the, the, the the next question was whether these agents would be uh, required to register uh, as fresh produce uh, agents, and therefore the, the, the answer is yes, the, the Act makes provision for that. Uh, next one, and that is the, those are the reasons why um, we did not accept that. Um, the, the the comments from FPEF are also saying it is impractical and unreasonable to require all members and directors to acquire registration certificate. Now, um, the, there is a provision there that actually is amended to provide that the director of a company and a member of ACC and a trustee of a trust to access a fresh produce must also be registered as a fresh producer. This is intended just to make uh, sure that um, the, if there is wrongful behavior, it can be pinned on a particular individual instead of then going to a company level. So um, because the act is looking at an agent and their behavior, um, that is why the request is not accepted. The, the 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 other issue that was there um, was around the acquisition of gain, um, and uh, it really goes to the fact that um, that the, the earlier comment that we had on the grow exporter, uh, where we are of the opinion that the grow exporter does not become an agent because it's their own product. Next slide. We have accepted um, the recommendation that came around insurance um, that said uh, around fidelity insurance, credit insurance, and marine insurance. And that will be um, with the recommendation that comes, uh, we will insert it into the bill. Next. Next slide. The there was also an issue around producer trust accounts for export agents. 
And um, maybe what we need to be saying um, is that it is very important that whoever is exporting um, should be protected through a trust account. And it is our firm belief that uh, through transparency, uh, which is a key responsibility of uh, the agents, um, one would need to have um, a clear line of how all the costs that are being involved are being calculated and uh, how the applicable rates are being applied um, so that when we open up a trust account, um, it would be easy to monitor. The very same uh, trust account is applicable and um, being used in the local market, and it has been proven to assist um, a, a great deal in, in, in assisting the, the fresh produce um, uh, um, farmers at this moment. The, the next slide. Um, from, from, from where we are sitting, uh, Honorable Chair, we, we are of the opinion that there is a great deal of uh, expectation that comes with, with the bill. And the bill, in terms of the um, previous engagements that we have had with the committee, has um, led to a lot of inputs that came from uh, the fresh produce exporters. We have got many pages where we reflect uh, on each and every input that came because we gave it a, a clear line in terms of the engagements. We also have got reasons why we are not accepting or we are proposing that it should not be accepted. There are reasons where we are proposing for the acceptance and there are reasons where we think that the inputs that were made by the exporters uh, forum would need um, a little bit more probing other than what we are currently having. Where we are sitting, we are of a view that the, the current bill was uh, dealing with the issues that were raised uh, by Section 7 uh, investigation. A Section 7 that is made provision for in the Marketing of Agricultural Produce uh, 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 Act this act of parliament which provides for a transparent and an open way of how fresh produce is being dealt with in the country amongst a few of the provinces that are there and we think we have the opinion that um, what we are currently having uh, would advance and uh, uh, almost uh, give provisions where the interest of the exporters are also balanced against the vagaries that we are having in international trade. Thank you very much, Chair. And we have got to apologize as a department for the glitches that happened during this presentation. And um, we hope that it will be uh, going better next time, uh, Chairperson. Thank you. Thank you, DG, Dr. Ramasod. Uh, is that uh, all uh, your presenters, DG, any other input? Um, Chairperson, if um, Chairperson allows me um, to, to check um, in terms of the uh, presenters who are here, um, I will... Um, I don't think that the... the uh, let me just give over to Mr. Douglas Mosese, 
who who has been working on the on on the bill itself just to give um, other silent features that are there but we thought that we should just summarize the the long presentation we would have taken i think uh, more than an hour uh, into just uh, highlighting what the the essence of that bill would be thank you And that is Atlas. Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you uh, very much, uh, uh, Honorable Chair uh, DG Datara uh, Masubi, uh, all members present here. Um, well, yeah, just to make uh, uh, a few additions and uh, more emphasis on some of the points already made. Um, the, the comments that we receive on the bill, indeed, it was uh, quite a, a voluminous um, uh, submissions by the uh, industry, and we made sure that we go through each and every one of those comments and responded to them uh, in a separate uh, uh, document, but as we started, we studied the, the comments. Uh, most of them were of a tactical or technical nature, just saying re replacements with these and so forth, those kinds of things. But our reading of this thing was that the uh, major area uh, that is affected by most of the comments that are there and which will have substantial impact on the purpose of the bill itself is the part that deals with um, uh, the marine as well as insurance for uh, export agents and the second part which is um, of uh, critical importance to the bill uh, because it, it actually also affect the direction, the operation of the value chain uh, would be the requirement to for trust accounts for uh, export agents. And the third issue is the issue relating to every director having to register with, um, with APEC. So, all these three issues I have mentioned, like I said, they are quite critical. Once we make any change on them, obviously, we are changing the direction that we actually need to take as a country. And let me start with the first one, the one on fidelity as well as marine insurance. We had a lengthy discussion about it amongst ourselves as the department and also with APEC, who is the uh, regulator of agents given the powers used by this very same legislation. And on discussion of that point, it was uh, it, it agreed that, uh, well, it was confirmed that uh, indeed having that kind of an insurance will make us as a country to lose uh, certain markets, especially the African markets as well as uh, Russia, because uh, uh, <coughs> those um, uh, 
countries as submitted by agents last time um, do not accept um, the consignment to some of these uh, regions. Therefore, enforcing this part then would make it uh, difficult indeed for the export agents and um, it will make it hard for them to export to the markets that I have already mentioned. So on that one, we concede that indeed we may have to relook at the bill and make sure we go back on it and uh, relook at it. I think that is the recommendation from our side as well as far as that is concerned. The second issue on the producer trust account by export agents. This one is extremely important mainly because we know the impact it has made on the local market. The fresh produce agents currently, they are required to open a trust account, which account will be used um, for the monies belonging to producers. As and when agents sell on behalf of farmers, whenever they receive payments, then they receive those payments in the trust account. And the trust account is separated from the business account of the agents themselves. So this makes it extremely easier for APEC to make investigations in the event where there is a complaint from the farmer, particularly relating to theft and things of that nature. And through this very same trust account, really APEC has made a huge success over the years in terms of prosecuting and um, the, the the agents who would uh, be a little bit more adventurous when it comes to handling the monies belonging to uh, farmers. So it has been a huge success because uh, lots of monies were recovered on behalf of the farmers by uh, APEC, mainly because there was an account that they can easily look at. And this account is meant for farmers and the farmers only. So then it's easier for APEC to do its work because just imagine a situation where now the money is go through the company account. So you have lots of legalities you have to go through you know, order for us as regulators to gain access to such accounts in the event of um, investigations. So in short, the one on uh, trust accounts for export agents, it's very important and we feel that it has to be at all costs part of this particular bill because it's in the interest of the farmers. I think another point we considered on this one was that we read lots of input from the export agents mainly and other stakeholders who submitted. And on this part, we were looking for a comment that will help us maybe to do it differently, but we couldn't find any suggestion in the comments uh, that gives us some ideas on how else can it be done and as it is the trust account is the only way to um, manage this issue it's very important in the interest of the farmer so the third point on um, um, the producer exporter there were comments that uh, um, we have to amend, make some changes on the bill uh, to allow for registration of the 
what they call it, the export farmer, meaning that would be somebody who farms and also have a trading company that exports the produce on their behalf. So this one we found very, very difficult to accept, mainly because um, if the farmer trades uh, for himself or for herself, they actually don't form, fall within the ambit of this legislation, mainly because this bill seeks to provide protection to farmers who sell their produce through a third party or the agents. And now if in the case where the farmer himself... Uh, um, excuse me, Stephanie Nell, can we not smoke in the house, please? Can we please not smoke uh, on the house? We are bound by parliamentary rules and we do not smoke in the National Assembly. So please uh, don't refrain from doing so. Thank you. Please, um, DG, maybe at this juncture, I must uh, plead with yourselves as to why we are having this session. And I think it is important to highlight that we're not just looking for responses uh, to the background of this uh, uh, bill. It is a technical bill. And uh, as a committee, we have an obligation to go through all the subsections, not to just pick and choose what we want to attend to. There were real substantial uh, uh, submissions made written and orally, and we would like responses uh, to what was uh, uh, submitted. Proceed. Uh, th th thank you. Thank you very much. I was actually on the uh, last point regarding the uh, exporter producer. On that one, uh, we indeed have a view that uh, because the producer exporter exports their own produce, therefore there is no need to actually protect them uh, from anyone. So I think that those are some of the considerations we um, actually um, uh, looked at. Uh, thank you very much, Chair, and thanks, DG. I think with the guidance of the chair, Dr. Musasa, if you can just take the honourable members through the uh, comments in the larger uh, document, so that we can uh, section by section guide what has been submitted and um, our comments, uh, but not going through from definitions and then going through the other sections. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, uh, DG. Um, um, let me just... Uh, um, can I then request uh, 
that the document be shared and uh, also uh, check if that demo winner is here uh, to take us through the document. Uh, Mr. Mugwena, are you here? Uh, Mr. Musese, good morning, uh, Minister and Honourable Members of Parliament and the Chair. Yes, I'm here. I'm Mr. July Mugwena. I'm also part of the, 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 the response team from the department. So the the first comment there, uh, if I, I, I might be allowed to take members of Parliament and uh, everybody through the comments that were, we received. The, the first comment was in relation to the definition of an agent. And in this agent, we are requested to look at what it meant by the acquisition of gain. And um, it is the, the, the recommendation was that the word seller should also be deleted since an agent's function is not to procure. And uh, our response is that this recommendation is not accepted because an agent is someone according to our understanding, who holds and sells agricultural produce on behalf of another. In this case, which we mean the, the farmer or the principal as, as, as mentioned in the, in, the, in the act and in the bill. The, the second one is also the same. Uh, and uh, our response is also uh, similar because in this one, it was in relation to uh, what Mr. Musese have mentioned earlier that uh, the issue of a grower ex uh, entity and uh, we're saying here that uh, in this case, the definition will stand that anybody who sells on behalf of the other person will be an agent, but that who sell on his own will not be regarded as an uh, export agent. The, the third one deals with the definition of local market. Uh, I think here the 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 the, the main message uh, was whether we intend on regulating uh, local retailers, of which we are saying we, that that's not the intention of this bill. The intention of this bill is to regulate the occupation of agents in the market, uh, in in auctions in relation to livestock agents, and also in the export space where it talks to uh, export agents. So here, if I might, I might expand it uh, without reading, the, 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 the tone was that this bill was mainly intended for, for local market from its origin. So since 1992, this bill was intended for, 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 local, uh, for local export, I mean, local fresh produce agent. And our response is that the current act as it is now, uh, it makes mention to uh, export agent, it regulates export agent. So the, the issue of defining local market in the bill, we think that it's not going to be uh, relevant because the, the bill itself, uh, um, the act as it is now, it makes that, that provision. If I might go down, Chair. The, this one deals with the definition of agent, fresh produce agent. Uh, here we were, we were requested to look at the, the, the let me just, just confirm. Yes, this, this one is similar to the one that I mentioned earlier that we were requested to 
um, classify uh, fresh produce agent as local fresh produce agent because they, the fresh produce agent also trade fresh produce. So uh, the, the distinction was that we must distinguish a, a municipal fresh produce market as local market and, and, and have export agent. And we're saying that these terminologies are what the, the current, uh, these terminologies are currently used in the industry. So there is, according to our knowledge, it will be no need to, to change these terminologies because everybody understand when we say fresh produce agent and export agent, we can move. The definition of local market, I've spoken about it earlier, we can pass. Um, this one on, uh, on Roman figure number two, I think it deals with the, let me just confirm. So the, the, the third point there, uh, Chair, this was very much um, came uh, often, it, it dealt with the produce that failed to meet the standard for, for export and export agents there were saying whether they need to register also in the local market as fresh produce agent. And we're saying that uh, that, 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 is, that will be a requirement for, fresh, for, for, for anybody who wants to trade in the fresh produce market to also register as fresh produce agents so that the, 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 the rules and the, the, the act can, can be used uh, on them so that there, there is um, consistency in the application of law. Uh, on Roman figure number number four, uh, I've spoken about this one, it's about the, the grower exporter, which we have highlighted that um, we are not intending to regulate uh, somebody who trade on their own, but we want to regulate those that are trading on behalf of another farmer or another principal. If I might move to Roman figure number five, I have dealt with this one in the first uh, instances where the, the, the issue of acquisition of gain uh, was in relation to those that are selling on their behalf. And we, we are saying that the risk of profit or loss in this case remain with that producing entity. And it's not the, the area that we want to regulate. We're specifically looking for those that are trading on behalf of farmers so that we can protect uh, their interest as such, so we can move chair. Which one, the PowerPoint? The PowerPoint was made by uh, the DG and all of those points, they skipped them. Um, the, it came from uh, uh, Mugwina's side, July. Mr. Musensi. Check, I proceed? Mm, I'm not sure at this stage 
because unless if we will summarize after the presentation by Mugwena, because. Uh, Chair. Sounds like he's speaking to the chair. <laughs> May I proceed, uh, honorable members? Yes, we've asked you to continue. Okay, thanks. There was another okay. voice. Thanks. Um, the, 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 the issue there on Roman figure number one, the proposal was that this bill must also take into account the various transactions that the export that the fresh produce is traded in the export market such as consignment fixed price minimum guarantee price and um, we're saying that we are not in a position to accept this recommendation because the bill's intention is to regulate the conduct of an agent to producers and not to prescribe various uh, method of transactions. So that's our response there. The second one, um, uh, it says that, uh, uh, let me just uh, confirm. So this one it was in relation to um, uh, the, the trading of, of the, the double cost that will be incurred there. Our, our response is that we are not accepting this uh, recommendation because we are of a belief that this does not talk, does not talk to what we intend to do, which is to regulate the, somebody who handles uh, the produce on behalf of another person. The second one, the, the, the Roman figure number one on, on the next page, uh, it deals with the definition of um, export agent. And uh, it, it was saying that um, it is critical that the extent of passing of risk or loss should be clarified. And uh, our position is that the risk of profit or loss uh, at all times remains with the principle. And that is very clear. In, 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 the, in the proposed bill, uh, in, in all what we're mentioning in the bill, it's very clear that we, we were mentioning that the, the risk of loss or profit at all times will, will remain with the farmer or the principal. Roman figure number one, um, let me just see. It's the same as the, the, the above chair, if you'll allow me for the sake of time to, to, to pass, because it, de it deals with the, the issue of um, um, the, the, the risk of loss or, um, yeah, or, or profit. That Roman figure there deals with who qualifies as an agent, and it also deals with the third party, in which case here we're talking about the grower or the uh, the the the, the the pack, the, the pack house, and it's similar to the one that I've spoken about, that uh, we are saying that any grower who's trading on his or her own behalf uh, is not going to be regarded as an agent. So it's similar to the one above, and the, I request that we pass because I've, um, uh, we have responded to that to, to that chip. The, the one below, uh, which says that it talks about the um, the, the proposal that we're making in the deal. So to, 
to talk to or to, to also regulate um, uh, re- extend regulation to members and directors of CCs and trusts of those agencies. Uh, the reason for that is that we want the, the, the disciplinary processes to not only talk to the agency itself, but on where the, on, on where the merit dictates to also specifically deal with the individual responsible for, for that particular act. And according to our own understanding, this particular provision will also help the, the agency or the company because where um, uh, fault was on, 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 on an individual, the company will be allowed to trade in the market floor while APEC deals specifically with that specific director or, or, or trustee uh, that will have um, uh, broken the, the law in the market. Uh, so can, I can go to the one below that start with the for purposes of consistency. Um, yeah, there. Uh, the request here was that we need to consolidate the, the, the definition of agent into, into one, uh, but uh, we want to make it clear that uh, this bill regulates three categories of agent, which are, which are export agent, livestock agent, and fresh produce agent, and we want that distinction to be very clear uh, in, the, in the bill. Um, the, the the second one chair that makes uh, that, that that makes reference to hold himself or herself out this recommendation we completely accept and uh, we recommend that it be incorporated into the bill we can uh, move to the one below The, the 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 one below chair, which is the deletion of the weight uh, purchase, uh, we gladly accept, and we can we can move to the one uh, that's that. Yeah. Here, the request was that we need to use the weight means we need to to in to use the weight includes rather than the weight means. And our recommendation is that the weight means is commonly used in, 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 in bills. And uh, therefore, this, uh, this proposal will not make any material difference. Uh, I can move to, to the one below. Uh, this one chair is similar to the one that I've spoken about because this proposal is extended to also deal with individual directors of companies or members of cooperation which I've dealt with uh, above. Um, uh, let me see this one. Uh, this one uh, uh, we, 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 we have dealt with it because it, it's, it's the same proposal to cluster the definition of agents to talk to to refer to export livestock and fresh produce agent and we have said that we want to make it very clear that we want those three categories to come out very clear in the in the bill and uh, to, to 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 really make it clear for the people to know who we are talking about in specific clauses in the in the in the in the, in the bill. Um, uh, 
Okay. This one, uh, I think we were, the, the proposal was that we need to, to talk about employees of an agent. And uh, we're saying that the, 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 the current amendment provides clarity that the bill regulate all three categories and reference to sections uh, remain as in the bill because we, we also make mention of, of regulating also the employees in, in, in that agency. Uh, if I might move to the one uh, there, uh, this one we, we clearly accept chair and it might it will be incorporated into the bill. Uh, the, this one. Okay, this one is an extension of, of, of the request to cluster this definition. So it was saying that references and or, uh, or to subsection and sections of the act need to be um, excluded because we will have uh, incorporated that definition of an agent which we have rejected above and we make it clear that we want to uh, those uh, three categories to come out clear in, in the in the in the bill so yeah we have talked we have spoken about that one the one below chair it speaks about the the, the schedule in the in the bill uh, we are saying there that the, the 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 current act actually currently as it is now uh, provides for, for, for APEC to request the minister to amend the schedule and publish in the government gazette. So if we are to change the definition of uh, agricultural product or the, the amend the schedule, uh, uh, it will really be a very big task to do because this one, it can, it can be done even now. It doesn't need um, an, a, a serious amendment. It can be done through um, changing of the, 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 the schedule as provided for by the, the current act in section two. So yeah, that we, we can pass this one. The, the, this one, the definition of an auditor, we are lately accepting this uh, proposal and uh, it, will, it will be incorporated into the bill. So is the, the second one and the, the reference to business day, uh, it will be included in, in the bill. The, the one on number F, the definition of consumer, uh, it is proposed to amend the definition of consumer to include any person to whom agricultural products are marketed. Uh, let me see. So the, our, according to our understanding, this word consumer can't be defined, Chair, because it appears only once in the, in, the, in the bill, and therefore it doesn't warrant us to, to define it according to the style of legislative uh, drafting. Uh, the one on the definition of a deputy register chair, we accept it, and uh, it will be uh, it will be deleted there because there are no uh, any duties that are provided for in the in the current proposal. So we will will gladly uh, accept that proposal. So is the the next one on the definition of trust account? Uh, we we accept that recommendation. The one on the risk of profit or loss, Chair, I've spoken about it. 
above and uh, I will request that we, we, we move uh, in the interest of time. Okay, this one chair is similar to the one members of parliament. It relates to what we've spoken about, the, the proposal to also extend the definition of agents to also talk to, to directors and trustees of trust and directors of close corporate cooperation. The proposal here was that we need to issue uh, a certificate of good standing on an annual basis to those members. And uh, our proposal, our, our, our view still stands that we will want to um, still um, have to give APEC powers to also discipline individual director or trustee in that particular agency, if the merit of that case dictates so. And uh, we are not accepting this recommendation, Chair, because based on our experiences, as Mr. Moses have mentioned, on, on, on the fresh produce agent category, which APEC has all the powers provided by the current act, we have shown that some of the, transac the, 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 the transgressions comes from individual uh, members, which warrant that the, those members must be dealt so as such. And so we are not accepting this, this uh, proposal as, as uh, we've mentioned above. So I would request that we, we, we move to, to the next one. This one chair is the same as the one above. It talks about the proposal to issue a certificate in good standing so we can, we can pass. So as the next one on, on page, on the, the one that the heading started with page five, we can move um, to, to, to the next one because it's the same as the one above. Uh, yeah, the uh, can I see the full that section three? The the section three can, can yeah. Okay, chair. This one is also similar to to the to the one above, because uh, in the case of fresh produce agent. The fresh produce agent will be required to be registered with APEC and they will be issued with a fertility fund certificate. And that fertility fund certificate will be, will be also given to uh, those members of those companies and trustees. In the, in the export category, they will be given a registration certificate. And the, the proposal here is similar to the one above to say, why don't you just exclude uh, directors and give them a, a certificate of good standing? But as I've mentioned, based on experience, we will also want to deal with uh, those that will break the rules of, 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 of the, the markets to be dealt with individually if, if, the, the, if the case dictates so. So it's similar to the one above, uh, and I will request that we move to the one on, on section three, uh, G. So, so this one, if I, will, I may, I may summarize. And in the in the in the council, the APEC, 
minister appoint members of the council to in in various categories and the proposal here was to consider appointing a juristic person in which case then it will be a a, a company or or a trust and um we are saying that we are not uh, accepting this proposal because appointing a, a a person in the i mean the company in the in the in the council it will create problems and it will be inconsistent with other pieces of legislation such as companies act and we are saying that uh, the current uh, proposal um the current provision to appoint um, 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 council members in their own right is the is the way to go and is in sync with the companies act. Uh, we we can move to to the next one. Uh, this one chair that is the same. We can move because it deals with um, the proposal to of uh, providing members with the certificate of good standing. Uh, this one also, Chair, we can move. We can move because it's the same. Um, yeah. Yeah. The the one uh, with the on the on the deputy register, Chair, we we accept this uh, proposal and that the definition will be completed uh, once this 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 bill is is finalized. So we can move to the one uh, with the heading subsection uh, three seven. The phrase a permanent resident should be deleted, and we are lately accepting that, uh, that proposal. So is the, the one below. Uh, we are also accepting chair that the, the, the proposal should be incorporated into, into the into the bill. Uh, can I move to section six, uh, which deals with the meetings of the council? Uh, that recommendation there we are accepting that recommendation and it will be incorporated into the bill this one uh, on on the one below on section 6 uh, it's it's a, it's a it's a comment and we 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 note that comment chair um, if i might be allowed to to move a little bit faster on on section 7 we we have got no objection we accept uh, all and uh, I think we, we can move to section eight, which deals with the staff of the council. Uh, the, on, on, on section eight, um, this uh, provision deals with the staff of the council. We are accepting uh, the, the proposal there, the first one, uh, also the second one, uh, because we think that they are appropriate. And they should be considered into into the bill. Uh, I, I I request that we 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 move if if that is okay. Okay, let me deal with this one that uh, on section eight, subsection two B, Roman figure number three. Um, we make reference to strategic plan. So APEC annually uh, submit uh, uh, in the current act is, is referred to as a business plan. 
And it is our intention, Chair, to change that wording to a strategic plan so that APEC can submit a document that uh, details the goals of APEC, uh, the long and medium and long and medium short term uh, goals, as well as the target uh, that uh, will show and the path of achieving and implementing those uh, um, uh, goals. So it's our intention that we want to change that wording to to for APEC to submit to the minister a strategic plan, not a business plan. Um, if I might move to the, the one below, I think the proposal here was that um, we need to prescribe that uh, APEC uh, might uh, need to uh, procure a compilation of financial statement. And uh, we're saying there, Chair, that it's not necessary for us to do so because the council is obliged to compile annual reports and financial statements. So whether they do it on their own or they source uh, somebody, uh, that is really their decision to do so as long as the, those financial statements, uh, well audited, can be submitted to the minister. That's our position on that one. So we are, we are rejecting that uh, proposal. Um, this one, which uh, suggests on, on section eight, subsection eight, one G, we accept that one. Um, let me deal with this one on the objects of, of, of the council. Um, uh, So the one on section nine chair, according to our own understanding, it doesn't really add any material change to the current uh, provision that is currently in place. So we are rejecting that proposal to include oversight and promotion of standard of, co uh, of, standard of conduct of agents uh, and to regulate their activities because the, the current act gives the council to regulate the occupation of agents and the activities in the in the in the in the market currently. So we, we think that that is not um, that will not make any material change. Um, if I might deal with the one that deals with the, let me quickly do this. I'm sorry, I'm losing power here. So I want to connect through to my phone uh, before I got cut here. Uh, let me go there. Apologies. Okay. I quickly managed to, to, to sort it out. So on, 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 on section 10, Chair, uh, the, the, the proposal there was that um, the heading should be amended to also refer to the powers of the council. So we we, we are saying that we, we believe the current provision provide for, for functions. So the, the, the proposal to also include the heading of that, sub, of that section to also refer to functions and powers will not be necessary. So uh, if I may move to the next one. Okay. 
Uh, on Section 11, uh, we we are accepting that um, recommendation, Chair, uh, if I may request that we move to Section 12, which deals with the establishment <clears throat> and control of the fertility fund. The, 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 the proposal there, Chair, was to correct us uh, in terms of referencing. And uh, we think that uh, we cross-referenced very well, and uh, we think we are rejecting that um, that proposal based on that because we think that uh, the, the 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 referencing there was correct, so it, it should remain as such. The the second the next one we are accepting chair, and it should be incorporated into the into the bill. So as the third and the fourth one, uh, if you may allow me to to, to move. To, to the next one, these ones we are we are accepting and they should be incorporated into the bill. Okay. Uh, we are accepting the proposal that. Uh, that were made that in relation to the insurance of the fertility fund. The fertility fund currently is not insured and we made this insertion to, to ensure that uh, the, the fund can be, can be insured so that it's not depleted because this is the core of uh, regulation in the, in, the, in, the, in the markets. And uh, we thought that for, to secure it, we need to ensure that uh, it's insured. And the proposal that we made, uh, Chair, we, we, we are accepting, uh, with the exception of uh, the one on section 12A, number three, the, the proposal there, Chair, will require us to, um, to consult further, particularly with the, uh, let me just confirm, Uh, let me just confirm here. Yeah, we'll need to, to because this is one of those um, uh, comments that were made uh, by APEC uh, into, and into the bill uh, uh, last year. And uh, we think that we will need to, to relook at this proposal that they are making because it has implication and we'll need to consult the National Treasury on some of those issues that they are proposing. Uh, if I might move to section 13, which deals with the payment out of the fertility fund. Um, the, the first uh, proposal, Chair, we're accepting that proposal uh, from stakeholders and it should be incorporated into the, to the bill. Subsection 13, uh, section 13 2B, uh, Chair, we, this is similar to the one I've just mentioned there. If you could look at our, our response, they were saying that uh, consultation with the National Treasury are required and necessary in order to interrogate the recommendation for a determination to be made and on whether they, to accept the recommendation and or, or reject because that the nature of that proposal uh, will really need us to to relook and, and consult our our colleagues at the national traders. So I request that we 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 move chair. The one on section thirteen 
also similarly, Chair, it will require us to, as the department to relook at this proposal and uh, maybe just to, to put it into context because maybe this will come a lot as, as we go. The, the, our, our, one in the, our initial process in drafting this bill, we, we did it uh, uh, intimately with APEC and they, make, they made a profound uh, amendments as the regulator into, into, this, uh, into this bill. But through the passage of time, Chair, the, the loopholes of regulation will be detected by the regulator. And as and when they see that, they made um, those um, uh, proposal into, into the bill. So uh, hence why from the department side, we think that we need time to really look at this proposal that APEC is making and reconsider them uh, uh, whether now or in, in future amendments of, of this bill. So yeah, that, that I thought I should give context there because it will come uh, often uh, this uh, recommendation, this response. So similarly, on on, the, on this one that appears on the screen, uh, those this falls under the the category of those that uh, will need to to look at these proposals. Chair, with the context that I've given, I request that we we move down. Similarly, okay, we can deal with the with this one. On section fourteen, deals with the claims against the fund and the and actions against the the the, the council. Uh, the proposal there was that the person submitting the claim must do so under oath, and uh, and the affidavit should be deposed by the person with knowledge. The our 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 response there is that we are not accepting this proposal. It should be considered uh, in. Oh yeah, it should be considered in in in. It's, it's one of those proposals that need to be uh, considered in the rules because section twenty two of the Act provides for APEC to make rules, the procedural rules of how things should be done on daily basis in executing their work. So this should be dealt with in the rules, not in the Act. Uh, as, 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 as we understand. Similarly, the, the second one is quite a technical issue, which we think that it should be dealt in the rules because it deals with the calculations of the, of the claims uh, and, and the, 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 the proposal there um, looked at the limitations of that. And we think that it should be looked at into into the rules, uh, because our understanding is that once this bill is, sign is signed into law, APEC will be uh, required to uh, amend the rules of the three categories of agents. And that, and some of these proposals that are made here can be incorporated into, into the rules. Uh, so the, these three, these three um, comments I will request to, to pass because the, of the content, the content that I've, I've provided. Uh, if we might, we may move to this one. Let me see. This proposal, chair, on on section 43, 
subsection three and four, it was based on the earlier proposal in, in, in clause one, where we were requested to cluster uh, the definition of agent into one. Uh, so because we have explained that we, we, it's not our position to, to cluster them. So I request that we move because I've answered to, to that one. Uh, similarly to the one on section 14.5, I request that we move and move to section 16. Um, this one deals with the prohibition of acting as an agent under section circumstances. The, the, the proposal there, Chair, we are rejecting this proposal on the basis that these are also some of those issues that will need to be dealt with in the rules. And um, we had a, a, a discussion with the APEC in, in, in our, in a, in, as, as we were drafting the, the bill, and they also accept that these are some of those issues that will need to be dealt with in the, in the rules. Uh, uh, section 16.1, Roman figure number one there. Um, this one is also similar to the, the definition of an agent in sub in plus one. Uh, we can pass, Chair, I've already um, answered this one. Um, Uh, the one on section 16.2, uh, we're accepting this recommendation, Chair, and the one on Roman figure number two, uh, which says the reference to an agent should include further reference to employees. Uh, we are not accepting that definition because the definition of agents in the bill include employees who act in that capacity. So we think that... Uh, we have already made this, uh, this, this proposal is already there in the, in the bill. So we, we, we reject that on that basis. Uh, I can move to the one on section 16.3A and B and B. Uh, we, are, we are not uh, accepting this one because these are one of those that need to be dealt with in the rules. Um, and, and the APEC will do so once this bill is signed into law. Uh, section 16.3C, also falls under that uh, cluster of, of technical issues that will be dealt with in the, in the rules. Uh, may I request that we scroll, scroll down? Yeah. Section 16.3e, um, also it should be dealt with in the rules. So is the, 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 the next one. And the other one that comes, I may, may I request that we, we pass. These are technical amendments that should really uh, be dealt with in the rule because they are procedural in nature. Um, the, the one on section 16.6, A, B, and F, uh, these are one of those chair that we request that we should be dealt with in the future amendments or those that the department will need to relook at them uh, to reconsider the, the, the proposal that was made by APEC. Uh, so may I request that we scroll? Similarly, this one uh, will look for uh, legal opinion and, uh, to, to inform our decision as such. And the one on section 16.6, 
I, Roman, um, paragraph I, we accept that the recommendation as well as the one with section, subsection 6J, we accept and those should be incorporated into, into the bill. Yeah, we can pass uh, this one's chair. Uh, because I've provided context that these are one of those substantive uh, um, amendments that will need to be reconsidered uh, by the department and APEC in future. Um, I think uh, we can go down. Yeah, uh, let's, 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 okay. Um, there's section 16, Subsection 6A, capital letter A, B. This should be accepted and should be considered in the in, in, in future amendment chair because the proposal there is quite good. We look at it, uh, but um, we, we should cluster that this one with those that should be considered um, by, by the department and APEC in future uh, amendments. Section 16.9. The recommendation there is not accepted, Chair, because the definition includes an agent as a person who acts on behalf of another, and this uh, we've uh, included it in the in the in the definition in plus one. We can move to to, to the one below. Uh, the Roman Roman figure number one, uh, it says subsection should be included to report further particular of changes in agent, email address and mobile telephone number. Um, we, we are thinking that this kind of uh, proposal should be considered in the rules, so we're not ex accepting this proposal. And for the one on Roman figure number two, we're not accepting because the definition or, uh, of, of uh, the definition include an agent as a person. Uh, so we, we, we made that clear. So that proposal there, yeah, we, we are not accepting it because of that reason. Um, This one on section 69B, paragraph number six, it should be uh, clustered with those that the department will look at them accordingly um, when to, to reconsider them in, in, in future amendments or, or current uh, amendment, but we need to look at the proposal because they are good, okay? uh, we, we are, we, but uh, we, we will want to consult further on those um, provisions there. So that, that will be for the one on section 1610A and, uh, and the one that followed there. So may I request that we, we, we scroll down because the context is the same. Um, the one, section 1610, uh, these are the proposal that we think that should be dealt with in the rules because it deals with the, the lapsing of a certificate that will have been issued by APEC on, um, on termination of employment uh, and when a director or member ceases to act as such. 
So these are one of those procedural matters that uh, should be uh, dealt with in the rules, Chair. Um, this one. Okay. This one, we should cluster them with, the, with those that will further engage, uh, Chair. May I request that we, we pass together with the one that follow. Um, let me look at this one on section six. Yeah. Okay. Um, section 16, uh, subsection 15B, 16, uh, 16B, uh, those are the, the, the those proposals that were saying that we need further uh, engagement, Chair. Uh, so if you may allow me, I request that we move for. And uh, section 1621, 22, 22B, 23A, and 23B, we accept this uh, proposal and we think that they should be incorporated into the bill. Yeah, so I propose that we, we move it. Um, proposals on section 1629, which is a new insertion. Uh, by 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 APEC chair um, to it's not there in the bill. We think that uh, these are some of the, the proposal that needs further um, engagement and reconsideration. So that this is the same for the proposal on section sixteen one, which is a new insertion, similarly to the proposal made there on section sixteen one b. Those are. Okay, let me deal with this one and say, yeah. Okay. Okay, the proposal or the concern here, it was saying that it seems that the trust have been excluded from practicing as fresh produce agents. And um, the recommendation today is not accepted because the deletion seeks to remove the impl implication that the said director or member would or a trustee only need to register if he or she acts as an agent, which is not the case. Uh, it does not imply that trust, trust are excluded from practicing as fresh produce agent. There is just a particular um, wedding there that we are removing that we think that uh, it's, it's really shouldn't be there. So we're just removing that part, but we are not um, excluding trust to practice as fresh produce agents, so uh, we we can we can scroll up. And this also is similar to to the one above. We're saying that the bill does not provide for the exclusion of trust uh, in practicing as such. So we we, we can move. Okay. Uh, this one on section 16, uh, subsection 6H, it was with the proposal that the, the basis of this deletion, uh, that is the compliance with liabilities to the council is uncertain and it is proposed to be uh, reconsidered. And our response there, Chair, was saying that the recommendation is not accepted. 
Section 16 provides for circumstances where a person is prohibited from being issued with a fidelity fund uh, certificate. And Section 16.6H provides that one is dealing with a person who is already registered with the council and who has failed to, to discharge his or her liabilities to the council. And Section 16, however, does not deal with a situation where somebody where someone has already been registered with the council. So we're just making it clear uh, for, for, for those that um, it's not clear to what we, we want to do there. Okay. The proposal on, on, on this uh, section 16, uh, 6M and 17B, it was in relation to past APEC to comply with PAJA um, uh, uh, as it is proposed that an appeal procedure be included in the form and format prescribed by PAJA. And uh, the, the recommendation there is accepted, um, is accepted and plus 1427 is specific in the case where certificate will lapse after an approved uh, issue approved uh, by APEC. It is also understood that the reason for refusal here is based on a failure to issue the, the, to issue the certificate in the first place. It, it therefore do not, do not um, make any harm to include uh, providing material reason for refusal, which will be in line with uh, PAJA processes. So we are in acceptance to, to, to that uh, proposal then. Um, section the proposal on section 1625D, uh, we are accepting that proposal um, uh, that was made, and we recommend that this process, uh, this proposal, must be inserted into the bill. Section 1613M, uh, it also deals with the processes of PAJA, um, which we have spoken about above, and we are accepting that recommendation and. Uh, we are just outlining the, the, the processes there in our response and in agreement with them, what the proposal is saying there, Chair. So we are accepting the proposal and it should be incorporated into the bill. Uh, section, this one says proposal of certificate of good standing if the proposal is accepted of uh, issuing certificate of good uh, standing is accepted, then distinguish between registration certificate issued to legal entity. Chair, we have dealt with this matter of this proposal, uh, which we have rejected above. And um, we think that uh, this is a statutory uh, requirement and agent must comply with the, with the requirements there. Um, I think the extension of it, it says failure. Okay, let me just please move. Okay, this, the, this comment here, it says, this provision requires all directors, trustees to also be issued with a certificate, um, not only as defined. Um, we have dealt with this one chair. Well, I request that we move because it deals with the 
the, the, the response that we've given that we want to uh, extend um, regulation to individual members and directors. Yeah. Uh, this the the the, first, the comment there that uh, appears in our screen is, is related to the above and, um, oh, and so we, we we can move and the um, the next one with with relate to Poppy Act uh, the comment uh, above we have noted that um, the last comment on section sixteen chair um, is not related to any any of the amendments and uh, we thought we should just. Uh, uh, respond as such because it's not part of the amendment and uh, uh, five minutes can we conclude okay can i request to to move to um uh, okay let me deal with this one um section 17 deals with the security that the agent needs to issue to apec as part of the requirement to be registered as agent uh, this proposal the chair is not accepted and, and because the, the, the calculations of, of security there is dealt with in the rules and it should be, uh, it, 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 even now it's, uh, it's very clear uh, what, what it wants to uh, achieve and is there. That is why we put the Gazette where it is uh, for everyone to make reference. And it sh uh, should this act be signed into law, it will be, um, it will be also uh, amended by APEC. So I request that we move to um, the next one. Uh, uh, we have dealt with this one, Chair. I request that we move to, uh, because this, these are repeated comments, I request that we move to section 17A, uh, yeah. So Chair, this was dealt with in the presentation uh, um, section 17 17 yeah where does it was dealt with in the in the um, in the presentation that was made by the dg and the, the edition of mr Mussesem. we are conceding here the chair that um, although our our intention was very clear that we want to protect the interest of the producer but we think that at this moment uh, maybe this uh, um, uh, proposal should be left to the to the producer and an agent uh, to look at the, that that kind of an arrangement, maybe for future we, we might look at it. But for the purposes of this bill, we think that is not. Uh, we should just um, accept the proposal to remove that um, that insertion. Uh, I request that we, we we move because this is we make a total uh, acceptance. Um, Section eighteen deals with the accounts. Uh, if I might be brief. That comment there on section 18 is um, the recommendation to adhere to provisions of the Companies Act with respect to audit. And we're saying export agent trading in the fresh produce market are required to comply with the act. Uh, so we have dealt with this one above. Uh, I request that in the interest of time, we move to the next one with deals. Um, uh, let me see. So the comment on that uh, Roman figure number two and three, uh, yes, Chair, was saying that the, depart the APEC and the department understand that the bill intend to limit confusion by clearly defining the three categories. We've dealt with it above. I request that we, we move uh, to section 
we have accepted here Uh, section 19 deals with trust accounts uh, and uh, we accept that the first uh, we accept the first recommendation the, the 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 second proposal there we're not accepting chair uh, the, the the one on the the roman figure number two uh, we're saying the provision for opening trust account for producers is intended to protect protect producers so we've dealt with this one clearly i request that we we, we move Okay, uh, we can move here, Chen. Okay. Section 19, Chen, was covered in the presentation. It deals with the producer trust accounts for export agent. I propose that we, we, we move because this was covered and our reasoning for it to be, to remain here. We've advanced our, our, our bonuses. Okay, um, section 20 deals with payments from trust accounts. Uh, the proposal was, re was to reference to first purchase agent should be amended to agent. This was, was dealt with in clause one because it's the proposal to cluster the, the, the three categories into one definition of an agent was dealt with this one. And the second one on that section 20, we request to be for this uh, to be also clustered into those that the department will need to further engage because it's a new insertion. Uh, it's not there in the bill. Uh, so can I move to section 21? Okay, section 21 deals with the disposal of unclaimed monies. Uh, that comment there is noted and APEC follow normal uh, fair consultation process when it wants to uh, amend the rules and also in this process of amending the act. So can um, I move to this one? This, um, the recommendation, okay. Um, okay. Uh, amendment of section 22, which, which deals with the rules, the requirement that council must publish rule for public comment, comments and must consider in comment received. We're saying there that in considering the review process of the rules, APEC make the process very transparent and everybody has the right to make their inputs and the, the, the input may, will be considered. So it deals with the, the process of amending the, the, the rules. Um, so is the next one, chair, which seeks transparency in, 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 in consultation in amending the rules. Um, Okay. So this one was dealing with the rules in relation in, in respect of export agent and was saying that uh, it is foreseen that the rules uh, in respect of export agent uh, published in the Gazette will be redrafted re, re once the bill is approved and the reference remain correct at the moment. Uh, if I might move to the next one, which deals with the providing powers to the minister to approve the rules. Uh, I think the proposal there, it was, was that this might cause a constitutional problem as the line of administrative powers will be bled. 
and our response is that the approval of subordinate legislation is delegated to ministers and section 22 gives the minister power to approve the rules of agent and uh, we think there is no constitutionality problem there and no political influence as as as, as, as um, proposed there so um this one deals with um let me see so um this one and the the next one the next one the last comment on section 22 uh, we can cluster them into those that the department needs to further engage. As so I request to move to section 23. Um, um, so the the first comment is was responded to above, and the second one was saying that the that recommendation is not uh, accepted because subjecting that the proposal to that that clause to one piece of legislation will be limiting. And uh, we think that the way it is now is correct. And um, uh, section 24, uh, that recommendation is not accepted because adding the word reasonable will create confusion since reasonable will vary from one agent to the other. Uh, so that's our understanding and the reasoning for rejecting that proposal. Section 24, 22D, uh, the recommendation there, Chair, is not accepted the decision to approach the court by the register is based on the determination of significant prejudice or damage to principle, eminent or actual, and given reasonable time, might expose them to further damage. That's our response uh, to that proposal to add reasonable time. And uh, the proposal uh, there on the next one, add the weight deemed on behalf. Uh, it's not clear. We're not sure what it seeks to achieve, so uh, we we think that is not clear, we, we pass. Uh, section 24, um, add the weight reasonable, uh, and we are saying this uh, uh, proposal is not accepted because by, by notice implies that it must be in writing. And thank you, Dr. Mukwena. Uh, thank you, Chair. Thank you very much for, for your time. Uh, and uh, Gladly take any question that comes. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Member. DJ, thank you uh, for an in depth uh, presentation and responses. I'm looking, uh, Honorable Members, as uh, 81 pages on that uh, responses. And I think. Uh, if we continue at this pace, we may never come around to asking and covering questions. So I would uh, like uh, rather than uh, finishing uh, the presentation, which uh, we have had uh, time to read through, to rather spend the remaining time uh, of uh, our committee meeting just to uh, engage with the documents and the responses from the Department of Agriculture and Reform and Rural Development. We will now open the session, honorable members, for questions of clarity or comments. Uh, honorable Kape. Thanks, uh, Honorable Chair. 
I've been kicked out for some time. Luckily, like you say, uh, we have the document with us. And I'm struggling with load shedding. I'm in load shedding here. But uh, let me welcome the response from the department. And I would want to summarize on the issues that they have uh, alluded to. One could uh, just notice, like we said during participation, that uh, uh, entities or organizations that came to present, especially for oral submissions, were APEC affiliates. And this is the question that we asked because they were talking more or less the same thing. One chair, the issue of protection of producers still stand out and it is our responsibility as government to make sure that they are protected. And um, that brings the worry chair that this bill has been there for seven years now without being processed. And I'm wondering those that needs to benefit, what are they saying about us? Technically, Chair, for me, there's a balance on responses, on acceptance and non-acceptance. And uh, foremost, I was getting this one-year insurance because if we had to lose markets, then it would not deal with the mandate of this department. And I'm happy that the department has accepted that um, proposal on issues of insurance so that uh, those markets still stay there. And I wonder, Chair, how will the department deal with this thing of uh, now the producer having to deal directly with the agent so that there's no exploitation? But, Chair, out of everything that has been said, I want to track the interaction with the sector or the industry with the department when they started this bill. Because the oral submission wanted to suggest that uh, there was minimal interaction with them as if they did not know where this thing started or where is it going. It was more like lamenting to the committee to say, please help us. Whilst on the other hand, we need to balance. And for me, the balance that they said Playing field, a playing field is not um, balanced. Today, I get a sense that there is balancing because of acceptance and non-acceptance here and there. So I want to know from the department, how did you start when you introduced this bill with the sector? Was there interaction with APEC? And uh, how was the, why all of a sudden it's like it's a new thing to them? Two chair, the presenter indicated that some instances they would want to do legal consultation on some aspects on where they are not sure. When will we get response on this one? Because on our own, after their response, we need to consider the report before us and their responses so that we are able to make an informed decision on this bill. When will they get this legal advice and how will it get expression on what we will be dealing with? That will be my submission, Chair. Thanks. Thank you, Honorable Tape. Uh, Honorable Mamustain. Um, thank you, Chairperson. I'm sorry if there's a bit of a noise in my background. I had to move due to uh, having troubles with my, my connectivity, so I'm near a workshop here on the farm. Chairperson, yes, I, I share the sentiments or the concerns that Honorable Tape just uh, spoke about. I am extremely concerned, Chairperson, that this bill uh, was first 
published in uh, 2013. So it's actually nine years in the making, if my, if my, um, uh, if I'm correct in that. And I asked that question specifically to the role players of what was the interaction with the department before um, the bill came to Parliament. Because it's clear if we read all the comments and the concerns that the role players had, and even listening to the department today clearly, and I unfortunately I didn't count the, the, the sections, but the words that needs, that, that said is, uh, you know, when we when we amend the bill again uh, during next consultations, it it spells out one thing: the department sat on the bill, pushed it to Parliament quickly to come and fix it, so that you know it's now in our hands to, to get it right. But they didn't meet with the, the industry. It was clear Jay, that we could have taken maybe a month or two longer, met with the industry, and brought a bill to us that. What you know was acceptable to everyone, chairperson. So to me, uh, I'm, I'm I'm really very concerned about this issue, and I would like to make a recommendation, chair, that we either the department um, retracts the ball, take it back, fix it with industry, do all the things that they have said today to us during further consultation and during the next um, uh, uh, amendments. Do it now. Let's do it and fix it one time so that we don't uh, agree on a bill that in next year we say we need to fix certain things. Either they do that, Chair, or we take the bill as a, as a committee bill and we then have further uh, uh, consultations with, with the public and we, we fix the bill properly uh, one time. Chair, but I would, I would propose that the department retracts the bill fix it property and bring it back within six months so that we can pass it, Chairperson, uh, with proper consultation with industry. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable uh, Stein. The Honorable Ntadema Tiasef. Well, thank you so much, Honorable Chair. Greetings to fellow members of the committee and to presenters from the department and other stakeholders. Look, what is worrying really is that uh, once more, where the parliament has been proven to be ineffective in processing legislation and ensuring that there is a sense of stability and and confidence in the in, in the in the sector. That's the first thing. The second thing is that the only way that they can be predictable uh, predictability of what the sector is doing is only if there is an effective legislative oversight on regular basis, which is is lacking in this case. And the two factors really talks to one thing which is a primary concern for most of us, that for the long, longest of time, this sector has remained untransformed. And precisely because 
there's been no effective legislation, there's been no effective oversight, and ensuring that there is a thoroughgoing transformation in this sector. And lack of transformation means that the sector remains lily white, the sector remains white and male dominated. And it stands no chance of ensuring that black people and Africans in particular find expression in whatever that is happening in this sector. So until such time that a legislation of this nature which has remained obscured from the public domain and members of parliament have not been taking it seriously. The issue of transformation or the transformation agenda in a critical sector such as this one will remain evasive for majority of our people. It's important that this legislation addresses the, the question of transformation and ensure that uh, by transformation, people with disabilities, women and youth, previously disadvantaged groups are catered in this. And should there be no practical work towards ensuring that there is transformation? Honorable Chair, I'm sorry that uh, would be repeating what has been repeated in the last 27 years. And later would also be sitting again seeking another amendment on a bill which we could have ensured that finds thoroughgoing expression of the deeper needs of our people in a way of a transformative agenda. Uh, thank you, uh, Honorable Ntate Matthias. Honorable Mamutwete. Um, Chairperson, the fact that the department is saying to us there are certain legal opinions or certain they still need to conduct or to, to, to consult. Therefore, I'm asking myself. For seven years, you've been consulting. Nevertheless, uh, Chair, this bill indeed is really important, more so to the actual farmers. I would like, Chair, that as a committee, we just tick the boxes. Let's do due diligence of what needs to be done. And we, 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 we do it properly. Firstly, Chair, let me register that the fact that the bill is a bill of 1992. Uh, for me, it's good that it should, it should be amended so that it can be in line with our constitution of the democracy. But with what is presented to us, we won't be doing justice to it, Chair. I would, I, I would recommend also, Chair, that we, we, we allow the department to, to finish with the consultation 
and also chair to further uh, invite other stakeholders. Because to me, I don't, I'm not convinced that it, they, they've done justice in terms of consultation and the stakeholders involved. Um, thank you, Chair. Let's, I agree with, 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 with the latter speakers that let's allow the department to finish this thing and come back to us. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Former uh, Director. Honorable Mamun Baba. Nkosi Chairperson, I just have one question for the department. And my question is, what motivated the department to table this amendment bill to parliament at this particular time, considering that not all recommendations were sufficiently consulted, uh, researched, interrogated? What informed the urgency? Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Mbabama. Akbare Priyat. Mure voorzitter, baie dankie. Chairperson, um, maybe let me start by seconding the Honorable Stain. Um, a lot has been said, and, and I, will, I will go to my question now, but I do think that um, the department needs to retract this bill. Um, they need to go and do their homework, as I think Honorable Schlapi and all of our previous speakers have said. Um, in Afrikaans, I almost want to say, is half um, and, and I think that they need to go do their homework, they need to consult, um, they need to take the share, the stakeholders into confidence and all that they have indicated today, they do accept or they don't accept because of rules or this or that, and that they do. But Chairperson, maybe let, let me get to my question. Um, uh, but I think, yes, I think uh, the committee has been quite clear and I think they... The, they need to go back and do their homework. But Chairperson, maybe to get to my question, um, the department has been selective in its answers. It did not respond appropriately um, to the issues that have been raised by stakeholders through written oral submissions. Lack of consultation and engagement with stakeholders has come out quite strongly. Um, SoftPro, for example, highlighted that between 2012 and 2017, there was a joint and thorough process um, they were involved in with the previous registrar of APAC. Um, and apart from the issue surrounding credit insurance, that process accomplished a proposed amendment bill that provided the required protections um, without undermining the industry. SAFRO, including other stakeholders, further reported that the proposed amendment bill before Parliament has been introduced into original form from 2012-13 without considering all the work that was done between 2012 and 2017, including the impact that the original proposed bill will have on the industry. The department did not clearly respond on this, except to mention that the bill was advertised in 2013. Public hearings were held in 2015. The department this morning sent us some background documents on consultations. Um, however, this document sent this morning makes reference to the Agricultural Produce Marketing Agencies Bill of 2013, not the Agricultural Produce Agents Amendment Bill that is before the committee currently. Um, the department should please explain the confusion and further indicate whether the consultation on this bill that is before the committee was done and when was it done. Um, I will leave it at that. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, Akbar Priyat. The Honorable Bemashati.
Honorable Bemashati. Honorable Memasho. Good morning, Chairperson. Um, excuse me for my video. Um, my network is not too good. <coughs> uh, I would like to take this opportunity and say to you, good morning, Chair, and all, uh, all honorable members on the platform, including our officials. Chair, as much as for this bill, one would like to indeed acknowledge the, the work done by the department up to so far. Although it seems like as if they did not do enough, as there is a way to where they're saying they still need to consult with the legal team. It means that the, the work is not finished. We commend them for the work that they've done up to now, but they must indeed uh, do as other honorable members have already mentioned. I'm supporting what honorable Sape has already mentioned and honorable Chete, including Stain and uh, honorable Stain and honorable um, all of them. Breathe. Let the department go back and make sure that they work on this bill and uh, bring it back to us, being refined so that we can be able to take the inform well-informed decision as much as we comment their work. That day. According to me, according to when I was listening when they present, yes, some of the points that they've raised that they did not agree with, they are the good points because they are preventing, they are helping the South African people to be, to be, to be, they're preventing fraud in the other way round. That should not happen because if we don't take this into consideration in future, we can see what where the, 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 the world is going. There will be certain people who are owning certain things where there will be even owning people who are working in the farms. So I think somewhere, somehow, the bill somewhere, it has good points, though they must go back and finish. It's long that the bill is on the table. They must just make sure that they speed up so that when we go in 2014, the bill is, it must be already passed by parliament so that it can work because it's long overdue. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Memasho. Dabezita, Nkosengul. Honorable Sabekulu had earlier uh, announced that he may have to leave earlier to uh, join a mini plenary. Um, and also his network was uh, running low due to um, not being able to access electricity since yesterday. Honorable Ntate Masipa. Thank you, Chair, and uh, good morning to our colleagues. Chair, I think uh, most of uh, my colleagues uh, covered uh, me, but I just want to maybe just um, re-emphasize again <coughs> some of the salient points. You know, the department kept on using words such as accepting the proposals, um, require more consultation, would look at them for amendments, and consult further and uh, that they need further engagement. 
So in as far as my little understanding uh, about how we work uh, with regards to bill is that once the department introduced the, uh, the legislation to the parliament, it becomes uh, the committee's um, bill. So this, uh, you know, uh, what has been mentioned by the department, it means that uh, they introduced this uh, legislation without really completing their work. So I do support my colleagues uh, that, uh, yeah, seriously, I think they need, maybe we need to uh, request them that they finish their work first. And once they have done and they can come to us because you know, our invitation of them today was just really to ask them to give us their perspective as the implementers of this particular law. And it was important that uh, the department respond, but don't overstep their role in terms of, um, you know, understanding how to separate, you know, their role between themselves and the committee. So their part, in my view, um, was completed. So the amendments and all those other things um, was now in our hands as the lawmaker to start looking at those things. But further, Chair, something that I just want to caution, um, uh, while I agree that, you know, and support and second that the department um, retract the bill and go redo it, I think, um, you know, the, the, the bill, the department has to be really very, very careful about this particular bill because, in my view, it can create a very big monopoly of um, producer-exporter-led industry whereby the small emerging farmers will not really have the opportunity to uh, participate, especially in the export market because of tighter regulations. And I think it is very important that the department really, uh, when they go back, look at this, really go deeper into looking at the markets, you know, the transport, the shipment, the, the regulations, you know, of various countries and the financial instruments and regulations, both locally and internationally. I do support um, one of the views that was said that maybe you need to look at a bill that really focuses local market and one that focuses the export market because the export market is really, really very, very complicated. And, and I do applaud that they have made a concession that the insurance definitely is going to kill the market. But I do feel that uh, strongly, Chair, that consultation needs to take place and it needs to really go deep in, in uh, in engaging on this matter. Thanks very much. Thank you, Honorable Ntate Sipa. Uh, Honorable Ntate Kapa. Thank you very much. Uh, as much as I share, especially the sentiment that all those issues that still need consultation should be done as much as fast as possible because it's not helping if we continue having a bill until we leave this parliament and completed this legislation, which was aimed at achieving something. But my question, I only hope it is within the understanding of this bill. Uh, I would like to know from the department whether there are some things which are just too tough or on, 
opposite side just too loose or it's just a mere uh, coincidence that the presentations and the implications of this bill from the presentations of the of the of the inputs it indicates to me that to a very great extent it is a predominantly white sector which might have implication in future when this committee is regarded as having uh, appreciated and, and, and approved a bill which was having glaring uh, signs of uh, non-transformation. Not unless maybe this is not relevant, but I do have that, that concern. Maybe if the department can get, explain that, no, the bill has nothing to do the, with this or there's nothing that can do can be done in the bill to redress this. This is a norm or natural phenomenon. I thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Kappa. Uh, Honorable Dr. Uh, Muntwedi. Uh, a very good morning to you, Chair, and uh, all honorable members in this platform. Uh, Chair, I share the same sentiments as shared by members of the portfolio committee, but I do want to put two, three issues uh, so that the, the department actually uh, looks at some of those issues. I just wanted to check on the side of the department on how does this amendment that uh, they are bringing ensure that, uh, because there's where they said that agents do not share the responsibility uh, that is shared by farmers with regard to as a result of loss. I wanted to check how does the amendment actually address that issue. And then uh, also to say the on the part of the growers, uh, producers, uh, how are they affected by the insertion of the fidelity fund? into the, the bill. And then uh, also, Chair, to say correctly, it's important that there should be interaction with relevant stakeholders in the sector, as this would actually eliminate any issues of concern. Since this is a technical bill, which would actually require participation mostly of those uh, players that find themselves there, Chair. But with that, uh, I'm, I'm th thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Montedi. Uh, the Honorable Memashati. Memashati. Honorable members, is there any other honorable member who have not recognized who may wish to pose a question? If not, uh, thank you, honorable members. And uh, before we uh, hand over back uh, to the department, uh, officials for responses, uh, allow me to pose a question or two. In respect of uh, the producer uh, trust accounts, stakeholders have highlighted, honorable members, that uh, the rules do not take into consideration the commercial aspects of the export industry 
which makes the implementation of this rule impossible. It was explained that the very nature of the business is that each overseas market and client has its own and very different terms. In many instances, uh, honorable members, exporters uh, disperse funds to service providers, shipping lines and producers or growers in advance of receiving the funds. Uh, the AAM, AAM livestock agents and auctioneers, for example, have highlighted that trust accounts are not required for most auctioneers, as auctioneers in Guazulu Natal, for example, pay the sellers before collecting money from their buyers. Therefore, the financial risk is borne by the agent or auctioneer, which renders the use of a trust account inappropriate. Honorable members, since the department insisted that it feels strongly about the introduction of the trust account, how does it therefore plan to address the different aspects of the export environment and livestock as well as auctioneering industry? How does it proposed to implement uh, such a clause in light of the challenges that have been highlighted by the different agents without collapsing the industry. Secondly, honorable members, there was a recommendation that the obligation for export agents to comply with local fresh produce agent requirements should apply only if fixed threshold is exceeded in terms of local volumes supplied. What is the department's view on that? Lastly, honorable members, if the department has emphasized the bill's intention to protect farmers in this regard, can the department uh, submit to the portfolio committee a detailed list of the different farmer categories that have access to fresh produce markets, export markets, and auctions, including how farmers are able to access these different markets? Thank you. DG, Dr. Ramasodi. Over to you and the officials of the department for responses. Um, thank, thank you very much, Honorable Chair, um, and thank you very much for the inputs that have been made by um, the Portfolio Committee on this matter. Uh, quite welcome. It was also my understanding, uh, Chair, as you have rightfully indicated, and I think Honorable Masip at some stage also indicated that the bill was now in the in the hands of uh, Parliament, and Parliament would be guiding on the issues, and we take the guidance that has been given by by Parliament. But a few issues that have been raised um, that would require us to have detailed uh, responses. Maybe let me start with the unit uh, that is responsible for this, and I'll conclude with the um, 
other features that I thought were very important in terms of our department's response on the issues that members had raised to say maybe the department would have not done the the homework accordingly. And I'll conclude on that one. I'll ask Megwena um, to rally her trip, uh, troops around uh, the responses and I'll wrap up Chairperson. Uh, Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, uh, TG, and uh, thank you to the Honourable Chair. Honourable Chair, I'm going to request uh, that um, I come after my colleagues uh, in responding to some of the of the of the uh, issues that have been raised by the members. And uh, as the DG has uh, indicated, we really do welcome this. But uh, as uh, a general um, uh, um, comment from my side, Chair. I just want to touch on the issue of, um, uh, there was a, 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 an issue which was raised with regards to rushing the bill to, to Parliament and also indicating that uh, there are some issues that says they need further consultation or uh, they will be uh, dealt with at the next um, uh, uh, um, review of the bill. Uh, Chair, I, must, uh, I would like to indicate that um, most of these uh, uh, um, comments that were made by the department with regards to review at the next um, uh, uh, sitting, I mean, at the next review, uh, I mean, dealing with the, with the issues at the next review or we need further consultations. These are the issues that just came at the tail end of the process. And in order for us to look at them and see exactly what they um, they, they mean to the bill, uh, they, they are implications to the whole bill. We really have to uh, apply our minds. And as the, DD, the DG has indicated, we will be guided by your good selves, uh, uh, honorable chair, as to the, the time frames that we will require. So in essence, I'm just I'm just indicating that it's not uh, from our side where we just sit and say we want to continue with uh, with the um, with uh, we, we, with the, with the, with with amending the bill at a future uh, um, stage, but it's just that the comments came at a very 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 tail end, very new, and uh, that's why we say. We, we would like to consult on them. There was an issue that was raised by Mayor Breer as well in terms of consultations between with APEC. I'm not aware of the department being part of those consultations. We do not have a report on those. And uh, in as far as the consultations which were taken, which were dealt with by the department, we have um, clearly outlined them and um, uh, we can even provide the minutes. And on the on those that Mayor Briet has um, uh, alluded to, we don't even have the minutes. And uh, my colleagues can correct me if um, uh, I have missed those minutes. Um, Chair, on can I perhaps uh, at this stage, Chair, uh, hand over to my colleague Dademo uh, Seso, um, who is uh, a member of the board to just uh, clarify on certain issues, uh, uh, Chair. And I would appreciate it if you can just come in.
Thank you, thank you. Um, you may proceed. Uh, yes, thank you, thank you, Chair. Mm. Okay. Let me make a comment relating to the consultation and related to the agency's bill 2013 versus the bill that we are currently looking at. Uh, from 2013, when we published the bill, uh, to date we have had a number of engagements with um, uh, let me start with the consultations first. We, the bill was published, and it was also sent uh, also individually to um, uh, various stakeholders uh, within the, the sector. Even after the publications, there are those that we have identified and the bill was forwarded to them. And um, the role players at that stage were requested to indicate whether they would like to have uh, uh, oral engagements with the department uh, on the bill. And after receiving the intentions from role players, we arranged meetings or the consultation sessions. Uh, we, we had the uh, uh, quite a number of sessions with various stakeholders where they made uh, oral submissions relating to the bill, their opinions, and they also wrote to the department and their comments were uh, considered when uh, the, the, the bill was being prepared over the seven-year period that uh, has been um, referred to. And of course, from our side, uh, we also have the, the, the report relating to the consultations that we have made. So now let me come to Agencies Bill 2013 versus V, what we are having in front of us. It's, it's basically the same thing uh, because during development phase, we had a number of interactions with the Office of uh, Chief State Law Advisors. Initially, the intention was to amend uh, the Principal Act. We were advised uh, to actually develop a new bill, which we developed and published in 2013. So following the publication, like I said, consultations took place. Thereafter, we re-looked at the bill based on the comments we have received. After that, we co consulted the chief state law advisors again relate, uh, regarding the bill. Then they came with a second advice again now to say, no, no, no. Maybe the agency's bill that you have here, please... Um, let's rework it, let's turn it into an amendment bill instead of um, doing the new bill altogether. So based on the advice from the state law advisors, then we went back and turned the very same document into an amendment rather than 
the new bill. So the two, uh, in terms of content, there is no difference in terms of direction that uh, we would like to take uh, with this uh, legislation. Uh, there is also um, no difference because the only thing was that, no, 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 maybe this might not be the correct way. Let's rather uh, make it um, an amendment. I, I think uh, the only thing that has changed, the only major change from that one to this one is regulation of the market facilities. Because on that one, we were advised by the state law advisors that no, no, that one would be in contravention of the constitution as it encroaches in the local sphere of um, a government. So all those comments were taken into account. And that is basically the background that led us to where we are. And like I said, in terms of content um, and the direction, it's basically the same thing, but there were legal considerations by the Office of Chiste Law Advisors, and we had to take those uh, into account. Hence, it was uh, changed into an amendment of a, a, a new bill. In terms on the issue relating to uh, how does the bill address the loss? Uh, by farmers, uh, because indeed the environment where they operate is quite a, a risky environment, and it is indeed correct that the farmer is actually more exposed in that environment as compared to the agent, because if any loss takes place, then the farmer is with a problem. If the gains are realized, then both, they smile all the way to the bank. So. The bill itself actually uh, protects producers from one possible uh, occurrence uh, that might be uh, perpetrated by the agents themselves, and that's theft or dishonest conduct. If the farmer supplies to the market, and they lose their produce uh, for because of theft or dishonest conduct by agents, then the bill empowers APEC to intervene, investigate the agents, and make sure ultimately that there is a, a recourse for the farmer. Uh, I think that's how the, the bill basically protects the farmer and we acknowledge that there are other aspects or other eventualities that may lead to losses and unfortunately uh, currently there is no um, any legislative instrument governing those because when, when you talk on issues like quality deterioration i mean farmers it's possible that they may lose the, the produce due to quality deterioration especially when their produce sits on the market floor so in terms of those kinds of, of eventualities um, the, the the rules that are published by um <coughs> the minister provides that um, 
agents need to communicate within certain time frames with producers to alert them of anything that is occurring on their produce. If their produce is downgraded from grade A to B, such information must be communicated with the agent, with, with the farmer. If there's a risk that the produce will go to rot, the agents are also compelled by law to inform the farmer well in advance that the, the farmer can reconsider their options, maybe redirect the produce from uh, that particular market to other channels that may sell a little bit quicker. Um, the, the issue of the trust only now being proposed for export agents in the current bill and not the livestock agents. I think uh, uh, there, is, uh, there was already um, a view uh, from one of the members that um, well, the, the, the export, I mean, the, the livestock agents have already highlighted that, that the trust on their side may not be necessary, mainly because when they conduct auctions, they do it on the spot. By end of auction, then everyone gets uh, their check or they get paid for what was sold. So at the, at the auctions, it's more like the produce or the animals are sold in the presence of the farmer. So, uh, hence, uh, even initially, uh, there were no issues in terms of uh, the requirements for uh, livestock agents to have a, a trust account. Uh, yeah, I think uh, so far, uh, that is uh, how much I can uh, buy it on, on my side. Let me. Uh, thank you very much and uh, hand over back to uh, colleagues. Uh, thank you. Um, good uh, afternoon uh, uh, or oh, good, good morning, uh, Chair and uh, uh, Honourable Members. This with your permission, uh, Chair, um, I have been asked, this is September Lekelembe, I have been asked uh, as well uh, to take uh, some of the questions. Please go ahead, Dr. Kelembe. Thank, thank you, Chair. Um, Chair, I just want also, I think uh, my colleague, um, Mr. Musese, has covered uh, quite a number of issues that have come up. Um, but just to go back again to this issue of uh, the trust account, particularly um, when uh, it comes to uh, the export agents, um, what what uh, the, the, the department's intention there, Chair, um, is, uh, as we have stated, uh, to protect uh, the producer um, whose uh, produce is with uh, the export agent. Um, the reason why we um, we are going the route of a trust account um, is to provide for instances where there is a problem with the particular agency um, that uh, perhaps there may be um, an attachment of the agency's account uh, for 
whatever reason going into liquidation or those kinds of uh, mishaps that can happen in business. Um, if the, um, the, 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 the money that uh, should be belonging to, to the farmer is within the business account, um, then the problem is that if such a mishap happens, uh, then the producer has no protection in terms of what is due to him or, or her. Um, so that, 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 that is essentially why um, we are going for the issue of uh, the trust account even on the part of the export agents. Um, but uh, like, like uh, we, the, the, the sentiment seems to go now, um, if there are um, alternative ways of protecting um, the, the farmer, uh, uh, we, the, the department is, def is definitely open um, to such uh, suggestions and those will be considered um, if indeed uh, the uh, portfolio committee does uh, give the bill back uh, to, to, to us to work on some of these issues. Um, uh, the, I, I think the issue of uh, the um, agricultural produce um, marketing agencies bill and the difference um, between that bill and this uh, uh, amendment bill, the Agricultural Produce Agents Amendment Bill has been covered uh, by my colleague. And um, the issue of uh, consultation, yes, indeed, there have been consultations uh, with uh, APEC. Um, uh, I'm I, I do hope that my colleagues did point it out uh, right at the beginning. Unfortunately, I had uh, serious problems with connecting at the beginning, uh, Chair. Um, that's why I, I connected uh, very, very late. And the issue there being that uh, the, the consultations that happened um, because of the length uh, of time that it has taken for, for, for this bill to be where it is now, um, it so happened that the uh, the a registrar of uh, APEC, um, who was there at the beginning, um, unfortunately, uh, is no longer there. So we have a new, uh, so in, in inverted commas, a registrar um, at, at APEC, as well uh, as the council itself, uh, uh, if we talk of the chairperson of the council. Um, so that, 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 that is the gap, perhaps, uh, that uh, has led to um, this uh, 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 feeling that there hasn't been much consultation uh, with APEC. Uh, yes, indeed, we have consulted and we continue to consult uh, with APEC uh, on the development, the developments uh, on this bill. Um, yes, uh, Chair, I think uh, those are the, 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 the other issues, uh, Chair, uh, when I look at my notes, I think have been uh, covered. Um, but yes, I can come back later if there is any other issue, Chair. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, colleagues. Um, thank you. Uh, over to you, DG. We are done on our side. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Mekomape. Thank you very much, Chen.
Um, Honourable Chair, I think the only issue that is left um, is the issue around the consultation part that maybe Mr. Gelembe has uh, um, given clarity on that uh, the current issue that we are seeing is a contestation of what was agreed by the then registrar and uh, consulted broadly and what is happening uh, at the moment uh, because most of the issues that are here um, were part and parcel of the discussion with the previous register. Honorable Red refers to um, the uh, inputs that were made uh, at the portfolio committee during the uh, consultation. I would like to refer to an input that came, I think, from the deputy registrar on the issues where they were themselves as as, as the council making admission that they they, they wouldn't have uh, known what the previous registrar was engaged in and how this comes through. But there's that element that comes through that the current council, especially the subcommittee within the council, that deals with export agents, uh, that is currently also, uh, according to my own analysis, um, uh, addressing issues around export agents and have got a few export agents uh, represented, has got a view um, around the bill which would need to be looked at. Some of the issues that came through honorable members of the Portfolio Committee on Agriculture and Reform and Rural Development, some of these issues are actually very new issues. And it becomes very uh, difficult, um, even if maybe the department would have done a broader analysis to respond to issues that would have not been brought to the table during a particular uh, period and therefore um, would not have been considered. And it would be, from our own perspective, uh, a futile exercise if we don't uh, test the veracity of what is being proposed because the, some of these issues might be solutions um, for us. But I would like to, to end off, Honorable Chair, to say that um, we, as, as the sector, we have been here before where there has been divergence in terms of how a particular uh, bill is being viewed. And this bill has been um, given and um, the, the, there were issues. I would like, um, if the decision is taken, a very strong indication that is coming from the uh, Portfolio Committee on um, the expectation for the bill to come back very early uh, because the department would not like to be at a point where there are delaying tactics that have been played um, within a broader perspective of consultation, which prevents us to come earlier uh, to parliament as instructed. Thank you all would be instructed. Thank you very much, Chair. We'd like to thank you and the portfolio committee for the inputs that have been made uh, on the on the bill. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Ndate uh, Ramasodi, the DG, and the officials of the department, Memukwena, Ndate uh, Kelembe, as well as Ndate uh, Musese for your responses. Honorable members, uh, there's the responses uh, from the department in terms of uh, the uh, public hearings 
report uh, that was sent to them for uh, responses. We did have uh, other items aligned on uh, today's uh, proceedings, but uh, with uh, the limited time uh, we have, we will not be able to uh, do justice uh, to that work. Uh, we have uh, honorable members, uh, our oversight visit report on the ARC and the OPP that uh, we wanted to uh, peruse through and uh, have adopted. And we also have the minutes uh, of uh, the portfolio committee that uh, we would like uh, to get through as well. But I think uh, since we have uh, 10 minutes remaining on our clock, we will request uh, that uh, these be prioritized uh, for our next sitting so that we may be able to uh, adopt uh, the report and the minutes. I see the hand of Honorable Stain is already up. Ms. Stain. You are muted, Honourable. Sorry, Chair, I had, a solid, I had a solid proposal on the table that the department retracts this bill, but they bring it back to Parliament before six months. So it's before the end of November this year, so that we give them a time frame, Chair, to fix and bring a proper, a proper bill after proper consultation. Thank you, Chair. And I think it was seconded. Uh, thank you, Honourable uh, State. Uh, we have uh, made notes of uh, what uh, the Honourable Members raised in terms of uh, the session that uh, we have had. And uh, as uh, the Management Committee, we will uh, request from the Secretariat to write to the executive, as uh, you can clearly see that the entire executive, even the minister who was with us on the road, is now offline. Uh, we will therefore be writing to the department uh, to uh, map a way forward in terms of what came out of the proceedings of today's meeting. So do uh, enable us and give us uh, the space to uh, do that as uh, uh, the management team. Honorable members, uh, with that said, uh, we will therefore uh, conclude uh, this afternoon, uh, this morning session, and I would like to take this opportunity to thank you all. Uh, thank uh, the um, uh, honourable members who have uh, availed themselves to attend, but also thank the honourable minister who was able to join us, uh, uh, particularly uh, from uh, the opening of uh, the meeting and as she was on the road, uh, network was uh, not allowing uh, 
to have uh, on for the rest of the session, but we thank also the officials of the department as led by the DG, Dr. Ramasodi, uh, with uh, more emphasis on Ralph, who always helps us to navigate through these presentations, but we had some technical glitches today. We hope we can fix that in the future going forward. And uh, we thank everyone else, our guests that were part of this meeting for having been with us. Honorable members, have a wonderful uh, afternoon and a great week ahead. Be reminded that there is plenary this afternoon starting at two o'clock. So please do connect at the earliest convenience. Thank you. The meeting stands adjourned. And go sit you. Thank you, Chair. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Chair. And bye, colleagues. Thank you, and bye. Thank you, Ndumis. Thank you, Mtlegaz Masip. Legai Ndade. Dindra Legai. Eh, Gwena Ndusa Ubulela Sutunyana, man, at least once a week. Recording stopped.